0: Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Jared Brandon. Keith Jenkins. Keith Jenkins is a new guest of ours. Uh, He is uh, a friend of mine and a fellow guitar enthusiast extraordinaire and a local musician uh, who I get the pleasure to play with uh, every now and then as a musician. Not as like you know, play date or anything. That's weird. Um, weird. (laughs) Me, Todd Novak, and our guest interview today, Mike Trombley
1: of Red House Electronics.
0: All right, and
1: Um, my apprentice, Luke Ball. (laughs) Uh, Yes, kind of helping me out here. If you want to say anything. Hey. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. Uh, Well said. Yeah. So. We're pretty interested in finding out uh, more about Red House um, as much as we can. Yeah. And um, uh, we're going to get into the interview, as everybody who normally listens to this knows how this goes. First, we're going to talk about what's going on in our music world. We have a lot to talk about, so I'm just going to dive right in. Keith. Ooh, I get to start? Yeah, why not? Uh, My
2: most recent musical... Update is I picked up one of those Billy Corgan, BC one reverend guitars. Mm-hmm. Um, the pickups in that thing are insane. Um, I got to use it out at our gig a few yep. weeks ago. So that's been,
0: and it looks badass. It too. does. I mean, I think I buy everything based on looks anyway. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so. just touch on this real quick yeah. because aesthetics. I, you know, I just wanted to get in, but now I'm going to backtrack and like, <laughs> like give colors. Like, so, um, one of the reasons that, um, I like talking to Keith about gear is that he has, first of all, he really likes gear, like maybe even more than me. <laughs> I don't know. And, uh, you have a penchant for is this where you say Reverend, guitars? Reverend guitars. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know if we were plugging any specific
2: brands. You know what I it's love so about brilliant. reverends? So if we're talking about that now, um,
0: We'll get into a fuller version yeah. of that later. So. But the simple th- fact is,
2: I mean, they're a really cool brand. Um, their guitars are kind of unique. And they're, I've always sort of, my gear background is like, I love guitars in that 500 to to $1,000 range. <laughs> And I think you can get some really good stuff. And Reverend makes the best stuff. I, the Corgan gets a little out of that range, but I found one used, so kept it in that. That's kind of shocking that you found one used. They're starting story. to pop up, yeah, because they've only been out for a year. Yeah. I've never seen the Corgan model. This, and Corgan plays Fender Strats, right? Well, he had Mostly. a signature Strat model a couple of years ago, and then now he's he's gone to the, the Reverend's. I think Schroeder plays one, too. I know you guys talked to him, and I don't, he didn't really mention it.
0: But. He, he, he's got... He's got a lot of allegiances. But so he's, anyway, I just yeah.
2: playing a lot of gigs over the years. It's like walking around with a $4,000 Les less Paul and some club. And then I got, you know, it's just there's too much to worry about. And stuff gets beat up. And I, I don't know. I, I love guitars in that range because I can get more of them. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of, and, you know, and then you find them used and they're even cheaper. But they're great guitars. I mean, the pickups are insane. Um, they single do, coil, double coil. They've got, they're mostly... Um, Humbuckers, and then they've got their own P90 that they do. They do all oh, the. They own. got the rail hammers too, right? Yeah. So the yeah. the
0: um the Corgan, the Corgan has like Corgan's a, a
2: mix, right? It's it's like a it's a mix between their rail hammer and their P90. Yeah, basically. yeah. It's nice. like a, It's
0: a sweet looking guitar, man. I was really stoked that you brought that out to that gig because was
2: uh, yeah.
0: I was like, ooh, ooh which Reverend is he going to play? Because you have like every. I brought model. three of
2: them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: yeah. um and uh, and he loves pedals too, so that's why I said, yes. "Ooh, hey man, why don't you come down and hang out with us?" So. I only, I just, the only problem with pedals is I don't have a very
2: big uh, pedal train board, so I can only get like, and I only have so many power inputs. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I'm always
2: <laughs> swapping them out, but I, I probably just need to build a bigger board with yeah. two, two power things on it.
0: Yeah. Well, those are getting cheap enough now. You Craigslist, they're all over the place. Yeah. Just make one for a home. So I'm thinking of actually doing one that's like, here's my home board that I can just put all kinds of stuff on. And then my smaller gig board. Yeah. Where I just go, I just need this stuff for the gig. You probably have a humongoid pedal board at home, right, Mike? No, I actually don't. No. <laughs> I think I <laughs> I think at max I probably have about maybe
1: eight pedals on my board. I just have a bearish it's more than me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I make it sound like I mean, because dude, I see some of these guys, you know, on Instagram. Yeah, you know, like some of my customers and all that other stuff, where the board's like Pedal Train Pro. Yeah, and it's like I, um, I think I have the Metro Twenty Four right now.
0: Yeah, that's what yeah. I have.
1: Oh, do you really? Yeah. yeah. So it's whatever I can squeeze on that. Yeah. And then I actually uh, for this demo thing that I'm doing tomorrow, um, I kind of built up. Uh, I think it's a PT Junior. I think it is. Or PT1, one mm-hmm. of the two. But um, it probably has about, I mean, you know, I just got your essentials, your drives and delays and reverbs. Mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> and a little yeah. while there.
0: So, uh, Keith, did it live up to your expression for, for gigging?
2: The guitar? Yeah, yeah. It was, it's, you know, I, I got lucky. So one of the advantages of buying it used was I, I got it from like a, a mom and pop guitar shop where they spent a lot of time setting it up.
0: Mm -hmm. So free setup came like
2: the playability on this thing is awesome.
0: Yeah. So, so what is the, what is the sort of like, okay, take away that it says, you know, the, take the Billy Corgan off of it, take the aesthetic off of it. I've
2: never bought a signature guitar. Like I've never bought a signature model of anybody's before that. And and that was the first one that really interested me just because it was a brand that I already liked. And
0: so if you take all that off, what's the, what's the thing about that guitar that you'd love? It's the
2: same thing with all the reverends, man. They're just so much fun to play, and and just the way that they look and the way they sound is, I mean, they're incredible. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I can't say enough good things about them. And I have Les Pauls. I've got Strats. I've got Tellys, like Fend- you know, American Fender stuff, and just I I just get excited to play them. Yeah. The ones you
1: have, do they? <clears throat> what do they feel like? I mean, like are they like Les Paul feel or like? No, I mean, they're kind
2: of like like their own thing. Like I, you know, I have the, the double agent was one of the first ones I've got and it's one of the ones I still play the most. Mm -hmm. It's what I liked about it is it had a humbucker in the bridge and then it has a P90 in the neck. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but those are kind of like a hybrid of a Strat and a Telly. Yeah. If if I had to compare it to something that most people would know, um, and they've done a few variations of the body style on that. So they have one that looks more almost like Jaguar-ish, um, with the, the, Single cut that with the high mm-hmm. top cutaway, whatever you call that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. They're just they're, they're, they're made in the guitars are made in Korea, but they're made really well. Yeah, and, and again, like I just I love playing them.
0: Cool. It's well, awesome. we're gonna have a sort of a reverend ish episode, like digging into like more about that brand. I think hey, hearing more details yeah. about your collection, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, Mike, yeah. It's gone any guitar world
1: well uh, let's see this week I got um, I just got my 67 uh, twin Reaver back
0: yeah
1: mm. <clears throat> uh, yeah I I kind of went like a whole year without playing it because uh, I was getting some popping noise and stuff and um, <clears throat> I can like fix it myself but <laughs> I was kind of really I just been stacked the whole last year and I haven't had any time and around last year I got a um, I got a 67 basement head and that kind of just that kind of still show like oh, I did I <clears throat> kind of fell in love with the amp. so I just kind of threw the tune and reverb to the side for a little bit yeah and because uh, the thing's a beast to carry um but yeah I just got that back today uh not today but um, earlier this week and uh yeah it's oh, man. what kind of cabinet are you running? Um, so for cabinet, I got this, um, for the basement. I, I kind of play it depending on the situation. I have the, um, torpedo, um, cab sim. Mm-hmm. Um, I have that, <clears throat> which is super nice. And on that, I usually just run the, uh, uh, what is it? Just the basement cab on that one. It's like a 63, um, basement that I run on the, and, uh, but as far as, uh, like, you know, if I'm playing like. If I'm wanting to use a normal cab, I have this, uh, my buddy gave me this sun cab. Oh, and like an old one. Yeah. Like an old one. Mm. But the thing was, is it didn't have any speakers or anything. And it was built for two, I think it was a two ten, but I went and, um, I put two 12s in there. I fit, (laughs) I fit two 12s in there. (laughs) Yeah. So I threw, uh, two Jensen's, um, two Jensen 12s in there. Yeah. And, um, so most of the time, if I'm wanting to use a normal speaker cab, I'll use that. It's just a sun cab with two. Yeah.
0: 12. You know, that made me think it'd be interesting. We're, we're, we've talked on a couple episodes about speakers and stuff, and I'm, I'm in conversation with a couple different entities yeah. on, uh, to, to actually have a, have a episode in which we talk in depth about the speakers, but it just made me think cause the original basements four tens, 10s, the basement speaker cab, yeah. like four ten speaker cab.
1: Yeah, it's like a, you have furniture.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But it would be interesting to to hear what like, <clears throat> A twelve and a ten in the same box. Like, ooh, what would that be like?
1: Oh uh, yeah. it would be kind of different. I um well like so I like uh I think it was two days ago. So, well the guy that actually fixed my sixty seven. Yeah. I ended up uh as a part of my uh like helping fix my, you know, twin. Um uh, I ended up giving him uh, like I mean he wanted to buy this cab off of me. Is I have a I think it was a it was a sixty five uh basement cab. Mm-hmm. And it had 12, um, had two, it was a two twelve cab mm-hmm. and, uh, and I had a set of Utah's in there, but I didn't really like the Utah's. Hmm. They were just too, um, too much
0: base, I think. Hmm. And kind of like too much base for the basement. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, well, like I, like I said, I, uh, I, I mean like with the cab and even with the twin reverb, I run the Jensen's, uh, and they're just, um, they reissues. Yeah, um, but I I like them because they get enough bass in it, but then it also has enough clarity. Yeah, and um, the Utahs to me didn't sound because I have two sets of Utah. Well, I had a set of Utahs in that cab um, that I just sold, but then I also had some Utahs that came with the twin reverb when okay. I bought it from the, the guy. Yeah, but it's just I don't know. They just they never had enough clarity to them. Interesting. Yeah, for me at least.
3: Oh, is the amp original or
0: the, is it just reissued?
1: Or is well, it the, the No, the, so the... Uh, so I... Uh, who is it here that has all the fender amps? So,
0: He's so got a couple.
1: Yeah, somebody had the Princeton Reverb. Oh, that's right? not That's Chris. Not me. That's Chris. Yeah. yeah, Chris. Chris, uh, yeah.
0: We, we miss you, buddy. We'll yeah. Chris is mastering a... A very important record right oh, now. Oh so.
1: yeah, because I was gonna yeah I was gonna talk some Fender with him because yeah so uh,
0: he's missing out.
1: Yeah, because I'm a big Fender nerd and I actually have a '67 Princeton and Reverb, oh. and uh, which is really it was a cool story behind that. I uh, I found uh, I've actually my uh, grandpa I was because I'm originally from Montana,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and my grandpa's like, hey, you know, he found out I did some electronic stuff and he was like, hey, Mike. Uh, I have this guitar amp, you know, it's, just been sitting in my garage, you know, my buddy gave it to me when he passed away, but I tried starting it, you know, turning it, uh, turning it on like a while ago, but he was like, it was, it started smoking. So then I was like, Oh, that's weird. You know? Uh So I was like, bring it over, you know? So he brings it over. Well, you know, it's uh, it was just in that era, right? You know, when, cause it's, it's a silver face, Mm -hmm. but it was just in that era when they were, you know, doing the crossover and, um, and I, so I ended up, what I ended up doing was I was like, well, I'll bring it to Ohio, you know, Ohio, fix it or whatever. So I fixed it and he ended up giving it to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, so, so now I have the 67 Reverb, Twin Reverb, or not, Princeton Reverb. Yeah. And so things. it's original. Yeah. So that yeah. one's, nice. yeah, that one's original. The speaker, I think, was swapped out back in the 80s, um, something like that. Mm. Uh, but yeah, but then the 67 Twin Reverb that I have, that's a blackface. Um, and... original uh, Yeah. Yeah. So it's all original. The uh, Transformer, though, was swapped out with a silver pace, And so that kind of gave some weird issues, like biasing. And that's kind of what this guy just ended up fixing. Huh. It I makes mean. me laugh. Because my dad
2: said he had. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Go that's ahead. all right. My, one of my first, like my first nice amp, my first Fender amp was a, like an 80s Princeton Chorus. And they were solid Classic. state. And it was like. Yeah. It was just like Those are the red knobs, right? Yeah, yeah it, yeah. it was like red and gray. It yeah. was like it, it was kind of a garbage amp, it was like it was like the amp that everybody had. I
0: had the twin version <laughs> of that with, yeah. the, with the red knobs.
1: Is that the version that has like the clean channel and then the dirt channel? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. then it has chorus. Yeah, yeah. The chorus. Yeah, they, but it has the a really nice is reverb like though. Super like, strong. I like the reverb on it. Yeah, I, I mean,
2: it was, it was like my first like after I got my beginner, you know, gear. Yeah. It was like the first nice amp that I got. Yeah, and I just. Just fine. That's you know, fine. When I, so when I hear people talk about Princeton reverbs, I, I
0: cannot like, think of
2: that. The quality was so much different. And then I think about the Princeton chorus, yeah. and yeah. I think they even made like a version that was like a gray, like fuzzy, like felt. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And You're right. Like every, and it just
0: everything stuck to it, like yeah, dog yeah. hair, and it was all oh God, I it didn't was yeah. <laughs> So Jared. Oh, yeah. How about you? What's going on? It was,
3: a, it was an unusual uh, guitar. It was unusual for me. Um, I'm going to start this out by saying I love records and playing vinyl. And when I'm in the shop, that's where I like to play them. But I don't like to handle them. So what I do is I record my records onto an old TAC reel-to-reel player that I have. And I love the thing. So I've got you know, tape filled up full of records. So I could just press play, and I even have a remote. How much and free that.
2: time do you have that you're doing that? <laughs> you're listening to music? No, well, that, you're, it, that you're recording records to, oh, to to tape. When I'm slow. <laughs> oh, OK. Which hasn't been often right. lately.
3: So I've got, plus I've got a bunch of uh, reels of tape that the guy that owned the thing before, he gave me all the tapes with it. He had recorded a bunch of old, you know, records from the Vietnam era, you know, because that's when he did it. But uh, so anyway, uh, I'm I'm in Fremont, Ohio, uh, fixing a guitar for a buddy. And I've, I've known him for years. He's in my wedding. Good friend of mine. And he says, man, I really have to have a real to reel player for my new poker room. Mm-hmm. I really got to have it. And I want yours. Because I know yours works and I don't want to deal with having it fixed because, you know, blah, da, da, I don't have any sources or anything. And they they do require a lot of maintenance, by the way. And uh, if you don't if you don't have one or if you do have one, you don't know how to use it. You've got to know how to use one. So I said he just worked on me and worked on me and I finally broke down. I said, all right. All right. I'll sell it. But I got to have that basement 50. Sitting in your used... Because he has a guitar shop. Sitting in your used room over there. It's a an early 70s Fender Baseman 50.
0: With the original cab. Original cab. There's no holes. There's no... And it's not all yellowed. It's... it's a little bit yellow. It's, yeah. It's not, it's, it doesn't look like someone to peed on It's
3: dirty it. <laughs> where the baffle is yeah. cut out for the 212 speakers. So it's a 212-er, um, it's a fifty watt. It sounds really good. I like it. He played it yesterday. Yeah, and he said his buddy, him and his buddy, recapped it and they retubed it, so I don't have to do all that garbage. Yeah. But I'm, I'm
0: thinking about. <laughs> yeah, I think you oughta. You, know, you, you, it's got some. It's got some. That was just with the pedal. Sure. That was just with. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, but uh, I was thinking about having a black faced.
0: Why? No, don't mess it. Don't don't. Why? No. It's an early
1: seventies, yeah,
0: dude. Just keep it. Keep it, it. Yeah, yeah, keep it yeah, the way it, it, is. it is, dude. Keep it
1: classic. Yeah,
3: yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Why not blackface? it? Because don't do that. Yeah.
2: What do you think? I don't
3: would know. you I blackface
2: was... it if it was yours? Keep. I would probably default on keeping it as original as possible.
0: Just not. But really? Uh, it, I mean, if no, don't t- do not. I don't care yeah. though. <laughs> you 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 put speedboat paint on classic guitars don't make this black. <laughs> what yeah. if you use
2: that cool fender felt stuff from the 80s Ooh. maybe that one. snake skin you got a good point yeah
0: <laughs> all right cool. I'll keep it original you guys so convinced me yeah, yeah. Just keep it original. you convinced me to keep Hashtag it original keep i it will. Original. keep it yes. original
3: so I don't like trading stuff yeah. I don't like doing it what there, I, there is there I anything love wrong my own stuff it? like uh the like only thing sounds? wrong with it I think maybe wrong with it and I'm not a fender geek but I like Fender okay is you know the deep switch on the yeah. left, through the you know the bass channels. Yeah. When you switch it to deep, it doesn't sound as boomy and bassy.
1: Yeah. as it does. Dude, you just got to keep that switch on one setting and just keep it like that. That's what Forever? I do. Yeah, that's what well, I do. Am, my I, am I right though? Yeah, yeah.
3: Is that the I mean, way it should be? Yeah, the deep is actually really not
1: kinda, bassy. It kind of has some extremes. You, yeah, like does it sound like it has extremes? that's either just really in there or it's really not in there. Like
3: no, it's. Uh, it's more of a, a subtle, I, you laugh you at the way I talk. I like it. <laughs> well,
0: well, well. I, I, no,
1: I, I like it how it is. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds like there's nothing wrong with it. I need, <laughs> it there isn't. Like you're just trying to venture into something else. Yeah, don't.
3: I don't need to do that. I,
1: I need to play
3: through it the way it is. Yeah. And, and so far I'm having it. Like I'm happy
0: with the way it is now. He he actually a beat it. Uh, actually, went a b y. But uh, it, it, he, so he's running. He's running the that amp with that cab, okay. and then also through he has orange stereo, like two orange. Two yeah, two orange, orange heads, four slant cabs, and two yeah. orange heads. So it was. In stereo and the basement, right in. Oh that gosh. sounded pretty damn good. It's, I'm not yeah, that's lie. intense. Yeah, it's nice to just leave my equipment where it is. Yeah, you, it's got a pretty nice setup. Yeah. Okay, man, we're gonna get this moving. So, what I did this week?
3: <laughs> what? No, I'm pointing to you because I want to know what you did this yeah, week.
0: I'm reaching down to get something. That's not any kind of a euphemism. Whoa. So, Jared. Um, was fixing my Sheraton too with some new with some new pickups and he lent me a guitar that I fell in love with so I had to go get one myself what? What's up? You did it man I did so I found he he loaned me a uh Gibson Les Paul special uh double cutaway mm-hmm. with the mini trap inlays Nice and his is Pelham sparkle and it's beautiful it, he, he repainted it okay um and so i was like god, god I have one of these and i actually found i wanted a black one or a white one but they didn't come in white i don't think and so i wanted a black one so i found it and then i got so i'd always envisioned this guitar guitar with a with a, uh, a plexi pick guard painted gold on back yeah so tony at the pick guardian local fella uh hooked me up and we're going to have him on the show uh actually in a- April I think oh
3: yeah
0: so he did a killer job on that and this has i am the neck. totally in love with it the only thing i got to fix is i got to get some of Jared's pickups in here his P90s are m- bueno this thing looks amazing thank you <laughs> yeah
3: it's got the it's the right neck feeling yeah. and everything this thing is i i really I,
0: light just, so excited to get that. I couldn't even stand it.
3: I feel it's That static. is nice. But
0: I had to sell my AC-15, and I'm, I have another guitar that I'm, it's up for sale to justify it so that I didn't get thrown out of my house. Woo! <laughs>
3: Yeah. What I do that's in that video. case is yeah. I keep all my stuff in the basement. My yeah. wife no, never yeah. goes so down
2: gets, there, so works. she has
0: no idea what I'm I am doing have. it that's wrong. That's how mine works. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, um... She gave up k- trying to keep can, track we of We can yourself. let the apprentice noodle around with that while... while we're sitting yeah, here. when a jam on that place. Yeah, once you get over, music. like, a dozen guitars yeah.
2: or so, the, the wife can't keep track anymore. Yeah,
0: so. I know. Well, she actually didn't. She came in... And she, I'm not even joking. So mine are hanging, like, on... Uh, Uh, what's the they're like retail yeah like like retail panel board right Yeah, that's how I have have them hung in my room and uh, she she came in and and uh, I was I was just talking to her and she looked at the wall and she started going one two three four. wait how many guitars do you have? I mean I don't (laughs) have like 60 or anything Jared's got way more than me I think I'm about nine ten what? Uh, ten? he's got like I don't know I don't know how many and you've (laughs) got twenty I
1: got
2: about 16. Oh 16 right. my gosh. 15, yeah. Why it's, don't you guys
1: open a guitar shop? It's pretty. I'm going to need to. No, it's a disease.
0: <laughs> no, yeah. they're all mine. All mine. So anyways, um, <laughs> all right, let's get to our new segment, new-ish segment. We've done one and it was super exciting. So. One, two, one, two, three, four on the floor. Okay, Mike. Yes. You're four on the floor. What are they?
1: Yes. Okay, so um, I'm just kind of going with you know, guitar pedals that have stood the times.
0: Yes. Oh, um, and I should note yes. that, that, that we said they can't be his pedals. Yep. <laughs> 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 uh, all right, so first
1: on the list, uh, WH-10 Wah, the uh, V1. Um, I don't, I, Dude, I just love Wah. I really do. Um, and I kind of use it, not like, you know, like... You know, like right. music. Right? Do, you,
3: do you find a position? that Dude, you so, like and keep it? So through? there's like
1: two different ways I use it. Um, one I kind of uh like if I have some like really intense reverb on with some delay, I kind of do this uh, kind of like a swelling thing, uh or not a swelling thing, uh, kind of sweep. I kind of sweep it, you know, and just sweep it depending on I can, you know, I just kind of feel it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second way I use it is I kind of set set it to a, like kind of like a you know, cocked at a certain position Mm -hmm. to where it kind of sounds nasally. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of, you almost get like this octavey kind of sound.
3: Yeah. Like an out of face sound.
1: Yeah. Like a a really nasally sound. And and when
3: you say sweep, do you mean kind of like a
1: slowly kind of rock? Like a
3: no quarter song, you know, let's have no quarter. Exactly. Kind
1: of sweep it like that. And then, you know, uh, your classic wah, like, you know, Mm. kind of a Jimi Hendrix style. I still, still do that kind of sweep it. Keith, you use the wah? You know, it's funny. I had, like,
2: a the Dunlop Jimi Hendrix model. Oh, yeah. So that's, I that's when I started playing. Like, that. I had to have one. I had that and Roto Vibe, which, you know, the, the yeah. big steel pedals. But they're all... I probably need to have one of you guys look at them because they're... They're so noisy now. Like they probably don't know. They probably just need to be cleaned. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I don't really. It is amazing what what a good
0: cleaning on a on a wall is. I I
2: I tried. I
3: I have an old Dunlop myself, and I took that thing all apart. I said I am not going to get to because you get that without playing when you. That's pretty much what it sounds like. Right. And they're they're just like lead contacts, and they continually continually cause us this dark. Yeah, bloody whatever dirt stuff.
0: Let me look at it.
3: Oh, all right. I will clean those or like because I tried and I couldn't work. work. No, I think Todd probably knows more than I do about it. I'll bring it in next. time. I mean, there's
1: you know a lot of different things you can do. I mean, Mike, you want to jump in here? Uh, well, I mean, so. Sorry, so man. that's, no, th- no, that's, <laughs> so that's my, you know, that was my, uh, but so right now, so I, I have the WHN and I switched, I have, I actually have two of them. One I got off of eBay, like I scored that and like I found it in Germany <laughs> <laughs> and like I had to pay a stupid amount of money for it, you know, just because I couldn't come across it on, you know, reverb, all these other sites. Um, but then all of a sudden i f- then a second one popped up on eBay and I found, bought it for a hundred bucks. And so I was like, oh, sweet. You know, so now I have two. But they're, I don't know if you guys ever heard about them, but they're, like, made out of plastic. Okay? So, yeah. So the enclosure is plastic. So you're rocking, yeah, you're rocking this thing, like, crazy. And it's plastic. Um, And so... Uh like I've never had it break and I've kind of used it extensive like you know I mean I use it a lot but um just recently I switched um to kind of save some pedalboard space cuz I was telling you I went to the metro 24 mm-hmm. um I bought the uh Dunlop mini cry baby wah mm-hmm. and um <laughs> And I, I had beef against uh, Crybabies because yeah. they're so trebly and yeah. just no- like what you guys are saying, noisy. Yeah. But this thing inside of it actually has a uh, filter switch, um, which you can do like low and then like a mid-sweep. And then yes. you've got, you know, your classic baby, like, yeah. you know, trebly ugh, sound. Yeah. Um, but I just, I keep it on the low, which kind of is almost close to the WH-10. That's cool. I, I was
0: laughing because... I had the same board and I was like, cool, put my board on. <laughs> Waws are <laughs> always so hard to it's, put it's, on a board. Yeah, and and it it's like almost, so yeah, yeah I, I
1: cut what mine is? up to fit it. But this there. is what's yeah. sweet about the WH-10 is it's actually like, uh, it fits on the uh, Metro 24. The Metro, yeah, yeah it, I mean, it fits perfectly. It's like, I think it's the same dimensions. And yeah. so it fits on there like a Tetris, you know. Oh, that's cool. And, um, you know, unlike the Crybabies, they're a little bit like bigger, I think maybe a couple inches bigger. Yeah. But anyways, that, yeah.
2: Speaking of ways, Todd, did you see who came out with his own signature wah for with Dunlop? No. When? Mr. Billy Duffy of the Cult. Did he really? It's it looks like white. It looks badass. Cool. Like I actually was like, I want to get a wah again just because I want that pedal. Well, it looks, yeah. It looks so we cool. share
0: we share Billy Duffy is a we we each have a shrine, to Billy Duffy and our... <laughs> oh, do you guys really? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, that's how I learned how to play guitar, listening to Billy Duffy. I mean, oh, okay. and I I believe that's, you know... They're just one of my favorite bands yeah. of all time. It's we're the going up to see him in Akron.
1: Oh, are you really? Yeah. Oh, nice, man. Yeah, Akron's forever far away from me. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. That's nice.
3: So now that we're still in the Was yes. subject, I've got a Morley as well, and that's got okay. one of those optical things, so you don't a get to... A new one or an old one? It's a newer one. Okay. It's maybe five, six, seven years okay. old. That's new to me. Yeah. And it's, but it's got the, the, the it opti- is, was is that, optical <laughs> well, the eye or something? It's
1: Yeah. The optical, um, I don't even know what it is. Whatever. I so never, it's not to I never whoosh, really get into
3: it. stuff, you know, yeah. it's, it's clean. It's, yeah. it's fun. Now, can you tell a big tonal difference between, you know, the old school whoosh,
1: whoosh, and then the, the clean <laughs> I, optical. Not all of them do that <laughs> I mean, the, the optical, yeah, the, the I mean, mechanically there's a difference. The optical, yeah. Mechanically there's a difference, but tone wise though. Tone wise, I, you know, I think almost like anything you do electronically, you can almost fine tune it to match something else. So, um, I guess it just depends. Um, mm. but I do notice a difference between the Morley and the Crybaby. Mm. Oh yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's a tonal difference, yeah. but I don't think that's what Morley was going for. And you know what I'm saying?
0: My, my very first pedal, that I ever bought yeah. was a Morley about the size of a shoebox. Yes. yes, it was enormous. <laughs> and then I, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. Is I there had an like amp built the in? craziest gear, and I, I'd show up to a gate and be like, "Womp!" Right? Truth be told, I really didn't even need it, and I yeah. hardly even used it. But it was like, "I've got a pedal," you know. See, <laughs> um, so guys, I I collect pedals. Yeah, so. this was. Yeah. I mean, this was a long time ago, but. Uh, yeah, that was ridiculous. They, um,
1: have you guys ever seen the, I think it's the Ibanez devil something. It's a, it's like, I don't know. It's the devil wall or something. Devil I forgot wall. what it is. Mm-mm. You know what I'm talking about? I didn't know. I mean, Ibanez, this, this, this thing literally looks like, a. I mean, this thing looks like a, uh, it's like an electric chair. That's what it reminds me. Of. It really? looks like a torture device. Yeah. You know? oh. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculously big. Um, Demon Demon Cry or something I don't know uh, something yeah I don't
0: know something. There's some there's some wild pedals out there where, yeah. when you're talking about the was and all that kind of stuff All right well, yeah. give me give me number 3
1: Okay ah uh, was it, number, no, two number 2 No number 2 give me number that. 2 Yeah so number 2 um I would have to do my sovereign distortion mm. Oh man I love that pedal Like I think that's really underrated it's a wampler, a wampler sovereign okay. distortion um I think it's a really underrated um pedal what, what, so uh, what's
0: the signature thing you love about it?
1: Oh, dude, uh, I can literally use it with anything. Okay, <laughs> like so, um, uh, yeah, I I mainly use it for that Marshally kind of sound. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I want like a high gain sound. Yeah, but the thing that really kind of separates it from uh, other guitar pedals is that you can actually turn turn the um, volume. Yeah, what is that? What is it's it? The weeping demon. The weeping demon. I, I think as
2: weeping demon, it does look like a torture device. Yeah, it
1: doesn't that yeah. look like it? Yeah. It looks like Yeah. yeah it just, looks like somebody see. could die on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so that sovereign distortion though, what I love about it is you can actually just turn the volume down and depending on what your volume setting is at, you can get like a wide range of tonal options. They it's called the sovereign I think it's a sovereign distortion, but it goes from distortion to overdrive to like I mean, just a boost. Wow. And uh, and I love it because, like, uh, you know, I I mean, I the places that I play, I'm having to play, like, a wide range of music. Like, I, you know, you go from, like, a really intense rock song, rockier kind of song to, like, an old school kind of gospel-y sound. Mm-hmm. So I'm having to go from, like, within, like, one song I'll be rocking out and then the set next song I'll be having to do something really kind of bluesier, kind of more sure. Fender-y sounding. And the sovereign just allows me just to roll my volume down. That's cool. Yeah, so I'm, I, yeah, I love nice. that. Yeah, and uh, there's
3: not a better feeling than to have
0: a pedal that I can think of a few, but <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well,
1: Man. well, like, well, you know, like I told you guys, like, uh, like the, all the amps I play through are Fenders, and so I, uh, my whole tonal. I guess, as far as my board setup is have a really nice clean app, just keep it clean and then mm-hmm. let the pedals do the dirty work. Yeah, man. That's, that's what, the way I do it. Uh, we were
0: just talking about that. That's, that's my thing too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah I mean, we, you know, cause some of these guys, uh, cause I've, I've thought about, well, maybe I'll just get like a, you know, maybe I'll get like a Marshall and keep that high gain. And then I'll have a, you know, I can just switch, you know, like depending on if I need overdrive, you know, mm-hmm. you use the high gain from that. Yeah. But uh, the Whamper Sovereign distortion was kind of my last effort at like trying a, you know, because I've tried some of the brown sound, brown sound and a box pedals or whatever, yeah. but none of them uh, could clean up. You know, they all just sounded really gainy. Yeah. But this is one that really kind of reached extremes. And oh, so, sorry,
0: yeah. o- Oasis is calling me. I better turn that off before I have to pay rights. <laughs> Oh, uh, Nikki, I'm in a podcast. Sorry. Can I call you back? Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs> she works for me, so I was like, oh okay. crap, is there something I gotta she just turn her, that off? she
2: calling to resent, tender her resignation. <laughs> she <laughs> might be. She's it's like, I quit. <laughs> My boss is never there for me.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, um, I'll have to erase all that stuff. So Edi- Editing. Yeah. That was an edit because I got a phone call, uh, unannounced, which most phone calls are, I suppose. Anyways, um, <laughs> okay, yeah.
1: What's up, number three? What's up, Chase? Number three. Yeah, <laughs> number yeah. three. <laughs> um, so number three would have to be uh, my wet reverb. The it's the Nuna Bear. Mm. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. I'm sorry, yeah. Brian. Well, but yeah. Um, but
0: We'll let you butcher that. Yeah, I'll butcher that. I'm not going to yeah. try to save you.
1: <laughs> None of these guys are even <laughs> <laughs> helping me out. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what that is. No. Oh, yeah. man, it's sweet. It, it's You got wet dry,
3: so explain okay, the difference.
1: So the, so the Nuna Bear wet reverb is...
0: Um, was it believe under, it's Nuna Bear. Is it Nuna Bear?
1: Okay. Nunabare. Ah,
0: he butchered saying. it now. He butchered <laughs> what does yeah. have to do with this? I don't even so, know.
1: Uh, so what's sweet about this thing is... Um, So I don't know if you guys, I mean, we'll get into my pedals later, but like simplicity.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That goes through
1: clear. Really far. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So with these guys, they came out with this uh, reverb that actually has, um, this is their, I think it was their first re- the reverb they come out with. Um, <clears throat> but it's the wet reverb and it just has a mix in depth, like two knobs. That's, just, that's all it has. Oh, It'll wow. have pre-delay diffusion, you know, Low pass, high pass filter, like crazy settings, you know, that on yeah. a lot of I get
0: anxiety if I get too many.
1: It, that is my issue. And uh and you guys are live musicians too, so you yeah. know the struggle of having to go from one song to another. You don't have that time.
0: We just got through talking about this, Keith. Uh your your pedal, the um which one was it? The uh it's a big white one. Oh, the Palisades. Palisades, yeah. That's he was talking guy. about the great pedal, but uh, you know, it's yeah, a bad boy right here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah it was, it's
2: a lot of. Um, I was actually talking about this with Jared earlier in just terms of I got the. I picked up a separate clean boost pedal. Yep. Because a lot of the stuff I was doing, it's just like a step above clean. It's just like yeah. a little bit dirty. You little need bit dirt. more, a little bit of like um, strength behind it. Yep. And, you know, it's like I've got my. Overdrive's giving me overdrive, distortion, and then I'm using the boost for leads. Yeah. But it's like I still didn't have that in between. Yeah. Kind of clean, dirty tone that I wanted. So I threw a clean boost in front of it. Uh,
0: It's really weird. There's like a... Or behind it, I should say. The argument for or against boost is second only to wood tones or, you know, tone woods, whatever. You know what I mean? Like does wood oh, have okay, anything okay. to do that's with exactly am I well, missing out on no, no, something <laughs> you know like oh you know it's gotta be yeah some, you know, it's like but I mean if you look at, at discussion boards and stuff people are like people get really worked up about like about the and pain. boost oh, yeah. I like using a oh, well, boost yeah. myself um, but some people are just like that's what your volume's for dummy you know like what
3: yeah it, are you gonna walk over to your amp during mm-hmm. a show and turn that volume button on? I don't know yeah. I don't know. To, to no, Mike's I know point earlier, you it's like if
2: we all had Oops. roadies and could take four amps to a gig with us, and yeah. they set them yeah. up for you, then it, I wouldn't yeah. need as many pedals as I have. But yeah. Yeah. unfortunately, that's not the uh, reality most of us live in when we play out. So, yeah. having good pedals that you know do different things, and when you're especially when you're playing a lot of different types of music in the same night, you know.
0: Yeah,
1: and that's my that's my whole thing behind this uh, wet reverb is like. You know, we were having this uh me and my apprentice Luke. <laughs> we were having this discussion in the car because I was Are telling you gonna him to
0: feed him, feed him, throw him, throw him a, a mackerel or something. I don't know. He <laughs> cheese it.
1: I know. I think he's like we should we should make Luke do like push ups or something. Well, I, know, I think his blood sugar is in really low. He's like falling asleep. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh we were having this discussion. You know, because I found him, dude. Like he's. Uh, you know, I have some things that I'm working on, you know, in right now. And, uh, one of the things that I, you know, have an issue with is, uh, going from one song where I'm like subtle reverb, just enough to back me up. And then all of a sudden I go into this really wet melodic. Yeah. Like just a lot yeah. of space. Like I go from like a room to a cathedral, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, being a live musician. You only have what, like, two seconds in between till you start the next. And if you're playing an open riff, you can't have a lot of dead space. Man. Yeah, you can't have a lot of dead space. And if you have like a pedal that has like 900 banks, you don't mm-hmm. have the time to go, <laughs> chik, 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 you yeah, know, and then go to bank A, you know, yeah, yeah. number 45, you know.
0: I, yeah, you
1: yeah. don't have that time, and so. um, uh, so what I love about this pedal is I can literally, like I have like uh, two main settings that I go to, you know, and one setting is my, you know, just backup reverb, just enough to kind of space my guitar out a little bit. Yeah. And then the setting, the second one's kind of my kind of spacious reverb, you yeah. know, to kind of give me a more, like you say, saying, melodic.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cool. So that's what I love about that
0: one. All right. Last one.
1: Oh, gosh. Um, the last one, this one was uh, kind of trouble. I didn't really know. But just kind of any Tube Screamers kind of pedal. I know I heard you guys talking about Tube Screamer pedals and, like, your whole, like, you know, uh, you know. Uh, but I, just I lived
0: on
2: a Tube I, Screamer for a long.
1: time. I ended up buying
0: one.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I heard you got it. Yeah, yeah. the deal. That was you got to have my bread and butter
0: was that thing. The Tube Screamer. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, yeah. like, I mean, it's a... I think it kind of comes from your background like what you're kind of shooting for it like my background uh, I kind of got stuck on the whole Stevie Ray Vaughan kind of thing yeah and uh, the whole Stevie Ray Vaughan John Mayer kind of thing like that and so that's uh, that's kind of like Like, you know, I I mean, I don't know if you guys do this, but you kind of stretch out into different genres of music. Sure. Like, you know, you kind of venture off like thinking, oh, this is me, you know, and then all of a sudden, like when you go back to your house or something, you kind of like your home, like what do you come back to play with? Mm -hmm. And to me, it's the blues. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I play all kinds of stuff, but then I find myself coming right back to blues. Yeah. And so, um, some kind of team tube screamers style of pedal, that's kind of, um, that'd be my selection. Cool. And so Yeah. yeah.
0: Right on, man. Yeah. Um, well, so that was our four and floor. Thank you for doing that. I am. Yeah. I'm really excited about how so far it's gone for two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cool features that it it's. It's te- it's it's like your 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 DNA of who you are as a musician to a certain degree. You yeah, know? it really is. Yeah. Um, all right, so we have you here because okay. you're making some sweet pedals. I do, and yeah. a, a bonus is that you're also an Ohioan, which is really cool. And yeah, right. I'm not I'm not purposely much trying to to highlight. Uh, people who live in Ohio who are making contributing to the guitar industry, but there's a lot of us around, so it makes it real easy. Um, so you were kind enough to come up to our studio and I am appreciative of that. Thank you. You also were super cool and sent us three pedals, one of which is just about to actually break. So we kind of yeah. had like the debut. Are we actually debuting this right uh, now?
1: It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like a sneaky peek because <laughs> yeah. I've actually kept this under wraps. I've, you know, a post like a soft launch.
2: It is a soft, a soft yes. launch. Yes. I, want, I wanted to say soft launch. Yes.
1: On here. It, it's that's kind of my <laughs> problem is I don't know how to release stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so like um, and this is something I don't know. I'm not like I don't know. It's kind of going playing it by ear. Yeah. Um. And so this is kind of yeah. You guys were kind of one of the first few that actually got to play it.
0: Yeah. So I was. I was excited like about e. that. You
1: like it? Yeah. I like oh, it. Like so
0: I, I found you as like I'm finding just about everybody. Yeah. I, I contacted you on Instagram. Yeah. And um, I think you had a uh, you had some pretty interesting stuff on there. I think you you know, your Instagram game is strong, <laughs> and um, <laughs> uh, you know, I think. You, I try to find unique takes on things. Yeah. And sometimes that's, you know, sort of like wine labeled style. Like this wine looks like it tastes good based on what I'm looking at, which is completely mental. It (laughs) could be crap wine in there. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. I know what you're Um,
0: saying. But yeah, I thought, I thought, you put, you put a lot of thought into sort of like, all right, if I'm going to do this, what does my approach look like in its entirety and yeah. uh you know i think that's that was a smart way to go i mean it they they, they grabbed our attention so you're here with us to talk about your pedals but we also want to know like how so you talked a little bit about how you got started a little bit but yeah. can you hit us with that first um and then i i, I want to find out where you made that leap Okay. into into making pedals and i know that keith has a lot of questions for you and so does jared so you guys just peppermint as we as we yeah yeah <clears throat> interrupt the crap out of them let's oh, do yeah. it and interrupt me <laughs> if it gets too boring
1: <laughs> yeah uh uh so um so i started a guitar what was it that uh, so anyways, th- I was thinking that, no, I was, well, I was kind of a late boomer as far as uh, guitar goes. Like I started end of high school, uh-huh. um, towards the end of high school. And, um, and then just, uh, you, you know, you kind of, you kind of go through the whole process of, you know, finding yourself in the music. <clears throat> and so you just go through playing different stuff and, um, and I got to the point where I was like, hey, you know, I kind of want to learn exactly how these guys are coming up with this music. So I took lessons or whatever. Well, then I kind of birthed into me stretching out and playing more intense instrument or, you know, uh, not uh, like, you know, amps and stuff, stretching out into bigger kind of instruments stuff. What was the very first guitar you owned? So the very first guitar I owned was a Fender, what do they call it, a uh, Starcaster? No kidding, with the oh, wide yeah. range? I think like the, I, the big, my, my parents, pickups, my parents bought it. For, so my parents bought it for me from, um, they bought it from Sam's club, Sam
3: Ash or Sam's no, club,
1: Sam's club, No, oh. Sam Ash, Sam's club. I don't know what it was. It was, a, it was a squire or something like that. Okay. Yeah. It was just like a, that's not really a bad beginner guitar at all. Yeah. I mean, but I never played it. (laughs) I never played it until like, uh, I, I got a Les Paul. That was my first, that was my first, first one that I actually (laughs) ventured off into the music. But anyways, um, Anyways, I've just kind of been, a like, back when I was younger, I'd just been kind of like a, a nerd. Um, like, you know. Uh, Who are your influences? My uh, guitar influences? Yeah. So uh, no, my top two favorite guitars are uh, John Frisciani okay. Chili Peppers. that's a good one to have. Yes, mm. and number two is Stevie Ray Vaughan. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of, I kind of explained John Fruciani as my more melodic approach to guitar. Mm. Uh, and then C. Ray Vaughan's more more technical. Yeah. If that's even technical, but I, yeah. I just love the playing. Yeah. Cool. And, uh, but anyways, uh, you know, I was, um, back when I was a kid, I, would, you know, take apart electronics. Um, I was always the one that's taking remotes apart. And then trying to put them back together, you know. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I remember one of the first projects I've ever done was um, I had a remote control car. And I took that thing apart. Uh, And then, you know, the little DC motor in it. Yeah, of course. Yes, exactly. And I made a fan out of it. Um, And I just thought it was the coolest thing. And I didn't know anything about voltages and current. And so, like, I was like, I got to get this fan faster. So I put more batteries on it. Stuff like that.
3: I did that. And I attached it to a pen.
1: Oh, okay. So I had a little
3: fan with a little motor. I attached it to a pen yeah. and I had it at school. Yeah. And I impressed one teacher out of four of them.
1: <laughs> I thought it was sweet. Yeah. So you kind of yeah. know where I'm coming from. Oh, yeah. Thing. Yeah. And so so I've always had that uh, that itch for um, just figuring out things. And um <clears throat> lot of fun yeah and it's a lot of fun well uh my actually have well then um I actually didn't start doing red house till I think two two years ago and even then I was just doing it in my basement uh but I actually uh I have a bat um I have a bachelor's science whatever in uh in electrical engineering wow so I'm electric like my full-time job I'm an electrical engineer and uh, actually, I'm doing my master's right now too. No kidding. Yeah, for engineering. So I actually have that science background and. In- I have the minor in computer so, science, so making too, these so is
0: gravy for
1: you. Oh, dude, I love it. <laughs> well, uh. like I mean, well, I, you know, you tell coworkers and stuff about it, and they have no idea though. So it's right. it's kind of it's it's weird. Engineering's so widespread. Yeah, and and, uh, and so I try explaining electronics of some of these, and they're like, oh, I remember learning some of that in class. You know, yeah. But uh, but yeah, so uh, <clears throat> so Red House kind of spawned out of my passion for engineering and also. Um, I'm over my love of science and pretty much, uh, passion of music. Yeah. So it's just both of these blended. Perfect. And so I, and you know, I thought it was perfect. I was like, well, you know, I'm a musician and I kind of know what the, like, uh, you know, I have that ear, mm-hmm. you know, you, you kind of have that ear that, you know, you, you know what a mus- musician's looking for, but then at the same time too, I know how to design it. And, um, uh, and so, uh, you know, so I know how to design it. So, I, so I just decided to mix the two and that's kind of how it, red right house spawn
0: <laughs> nice man yeah um you know you're talking about understanding uh, electronics and stuff uh i just yeah. want to throw out really quick and i'll i'll th- i'll also put this on the, the facebook uh, group uh which if anyone is listening and they aren't on it they should be on it but uh that can be an absolute total mystery and borderline debilitating thing if you are interested in trying to figure things out. Yeah. You know it's like the idea of like I have a motorcycle but I can't fix it. It's kind of crazy you know it's like so I had that approach I actually went I remember going on YouTube and there's a guy named Big Clive Uh and he's this he's bigger than Jared (laughs) and he's got bright red hair and he's Scottish and he has the like most gentle inviting voice kind of like this is going to sound terrible now i'm not even gonna say it well i like, now it. i have to <laughs> no but in, in a in a in a recent disney movie there was a shopkeeper when he and when someone would come in the shop he'd go you know, like, <laughs> <and> he's, <laughs> he's like this <laughs> big yeah, giant guy yeah. and and he does like he does like a over the head cam like a hat cam and he teaches you how to understand oh, electronics. Perfect. He he has he has one where he literally he draws out and he's like this is a resistor and what you do is you put you put, this, this stops it from going straight through in you know, like <laughs> and, and, was and like, then he I, says if it's not scottish it's crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he is uh I I was just totally glued and I was like I just learned all about electronics and he yeah. made it fun. That's awesome. And um It's really hard to do. Yeah, that. so <laughs> if if you Want a, a just a, a, a really, really easy toe dip into the pool of electronics. Yeah. Check out bigclive dot and uh, big clive on YouTube. Big Clive. Big Clive is yeah. great to watch. A, the guy awesome. takes everything apart. Yeah. Everything. Okay. It's, it's nuts. And it just Anyways, through is it. Walks continue. Through. Yeah. So uh, so you yeah. you got your electronics, so you're like, I'm gonna build my pedals. Yes. uh
1: yeah. So uh I mean, do you want me to walk through the history? Like, well, I mean, like,
0: I, I, I think maybe the elephant in the room that Keith and I were talking about. Certainly, is, um, not you, Jared. Sorry, uh, it's the elephant in the room. <laughs> hey. No, you're just a big, you're a big, lovable guy. You know, he was an MP for a while. Can you? But how oh, scared really? would you be if you were the, the drunk little private at the bar and this guy came mm. for you? Holy moly. Sorry,
2: sir. We were just looking for the bingo parlor. directions <laughs> got fell up. One thing led yes. to you another. Two
3: guys were fighting in a lunch line, and I walked up. I cut in line because I was on duty, and, and they immediately stopped. And and I said, listen, man, I'm just here to eat. You guys can go ahead and work it out.
0: Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> just give me my food. Uh, <laughs> so it's something that... Um, I always want to know is like the pedal world is massive now. Oh yeah. It's the boutique pedal world is, world is massive. Yeah. Huge. Specifically. And knowing that you had the technical capability. Yes. And uh, you you had an idea from as a musician, what you wanted. Yeah. What was your approach to create something that, you know, maybe was it that it hadn't been done. It hadn't been done your way. Like how are you going to find your, how you fit in the, in the huge landscape of pedals? Okay.
1: Um, so, um, one, I just kind of wanted the pedals to be me. Um, and that's not, I mean, I'm not trying to be selfish or anything, but you know, like, uh, I had this idea of what I wanted, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and the main thing, you know, we mentioned this before was simplicity. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and uh, all these, you know, these pedals that we got here, these um, are pretty much, uh, you know, they're kind of, I don't know, they're birthed out of my troubles of, <clears throat> I guess, you know, what I've experienced live. Okay. Uh, and, you know, as I said, you know, switching between songs, you know, going from one extreme to the other, you have a limited amount of time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and for me, as for me, like I, I hate having banks of 100 settings, you know, I'd rather, I guess I'd rather have 100 pedals than 100 settings in one pedal. <laughs> I I don't think anybody
0: in this room would argue with that.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm more of a visual person. Uh, and I'd rather just have them set out in front of me. Uh, even if I have to fiddle some knobs, I'd rather do that and then mm-hmm. switch through banks and say, Jared
0: likes fiddling with knobs. Oof.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm I do, kidding. man. I'm just kidding. I like
1: fiddles. I fiddle on fiddles. <laughs> I think it's still recovering from the, the rim joke. <laughs> I love Jared. That's why. <laughs> and then he tries covering it up with the MP. Uh, it, like, it, 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 <laughs>
3: if you can't fiddle it with it, then it's it's
1: not worth having. Yeah, got to be able to fiddle with it. True. And so, um so, anyways, um it, you know, it was just uh, I was like, you know, I want to make something simple. um and so that's kind of where, you know, that's one of the drives between, you know, behind one of my pedals, or I guess the theme. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second thing is, is, you know, like you said, the market's so oversaturated. Um, there's so many different flavors, you know, different things. And um, one of my first, uh, you know, I came out with the Mint Drive. And which is, you know, which is a, you know, it's an overdrive. It's like a light to medium gain overdrive. That's kind of how I describe it. Mm -hmm. Um, But then one of the things was, it was, uh, I was like, all right, this is cool. I got an overdrive, but I got to do something that kind of separates me. And so I try to strive to kind of step out of the boundaries a little bit, but still stay in the bounds of not being complex. Mm -hmm. And um, the heat wave was kind of my... Um, step towards doing something that hasn't really been done normally, uh, and I don't know if you know anything about the heat. I mean, you guys played around with yeah. it and stuff oh, like that. Yes. So,
0: for so reference, Keith, <clears throat> you want to explain what we got here?
2: Yeah the uh, the Heat Wave optical tremolo. Um, well, I, I was going to let Mike explain it because well,
0: you don't have to you know. go into a full explanation, but just like what are the pedals that we have in here?
2: Oh, so we've got um, the Heat Wave. Uh, optical tremolo and then the, the mint, mint drive, which I wanted to ask you cause you started talking about yeah. tube screamers earlier and I lived on a tube screamer for a long time and that's kind of like, it felt like a really nice version of it. Cause I, I don't have the cool modded out, you know, Keeley modded tube screamer. I just bought the one off, you know, sure. Guitar center. That's I, what I got out of it too. The the but drive? that's what it felt like to me was like when the gain was lower. Oh, yeah. when the gain was lower? Yeah. Is that where you, I mean.
1: Uh, not with that Mint Drive. That's yeah. not what you were yeah, going not, for? Yeah, not even with okay, the Mint Drive. Weird. With, I mean. with the wow. Mint Drive. Well, I'd say I've, you
0: missed the mark then. With uh, I, I guess I missed the mark.
1: <laughs> the Mint Drive, honestly, to me, the Mint Drive is kind of more of like the indie pedal. Hmm. Uh, a lot of the local musicians in the Dayton area, uh, you know, play my pedals. And the ones that I see that really pick it up are the ones that are playing more of your indie Kind of rock, music. yeah. That's
2: but that's what I used my tube screamer for for
0: all those years. Yeah, that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, and you just get yeah. that kind of dry, you know, like you said, the dirt. Yeah, the, it feels
0: like um like a tight, tight drive. Yeah, like,
1: like a, I like just, I love this. Uh, you know, like I I played I like uh I love the mid drive on some P90s. Mm-hmm. That sounded really good because it wasn't too bright, It wasn't yeah. too low. It just had enough. Uh, I thought it had a lot of control in it. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, the Mint Drive, I mean, changes its character on whatever guitar it's playing.
0: Yeah. Oh, and it also changes dramatically. Uh, so I had them uh, chained uh, from the one that you're going to announce. Uh, and then the Mint. Yeah. And then uh, I keep wanting to call it the day there's a cactus on it so i keep wanting to say (laughs) it's sonora but it isn't
2: sonora (laughs) didn't somebody call it desert heat before desert heat yeah the the heat heat wave
0: yeah um yeah so i had them stacked that way and i I started playing around with them like and if you uh if you depending on how you have those chained uh man it really changes the sound oh yeah yeah i mean but that the it's true of just about anything, but specifically I thought, whoa, this is a really big difference that I found. Yeah. Um, so you, you have your, you got the mint, you found success with the mint. Yeah.
1: And then, so my kind of trying to step away, you know, kind of trying to make a name for myself or, you know, at least trying to <laughs> mainly at least do something with my education
0: <laughs> and, uh, you, you know, pay it off. Yeah. Right.
1: right? Yeah. And so, uh, so I wanted to kind of, uh, cause I have a, I actually have my minor in computer science too. And so jeez, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, S- smart
0: dude over here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So I just kind of wanted to, you know, do something with that. And, uh, And so I kind of went and I researched and, you know, did a bunch of stuff. And, um, there's, you know, I have all these actually have a chip that control either, you know, relay or do something, but the heat wave itself is an analog, you know, as far as the signal path is analog, but what's controlling, you know, pretty much the waveforms and stuff is Mm -hmm. a digital, you know, processor. Interesting. And, um, or microcontroller. And um, so, anyways, I went and uh, I worked on the code for that for a while because, um, you know, I, I wanted a tremolo, like, Because I don't know if you, you know, you, you try because, you know, the Fender amps have tremolo on them. Mm-hmm. And I've done some songs live uh, where, like, I required, you know, I needed a tremolo, but trying to match that tremolo with the track and trying to match it with your drummer, it's, you know, a tremolo is a hard thing to do with a drummer. Um, because you know, they start hearing the pulsating that's might not be on beat mm-hmm. and then they start kind of almost moving with that beat if they're not playing with the click or something. Right. And so, um, so I wanted something to be able to tap in a beat, you know? And so that was my strive behind getting a tap on a tremolo. Tap tempo, so tempo tremolo. That was my yeah. favorite thing about that pedal. Cause I,
2: I, I, tremolo is like one of my four on the floor. Like I always have trem as part of my rig. Yeah. And, but I, I, having one that had a tap tempo on it, oh like, yeah. that's amazing. And yeah, so.
1: and I thought it'd be sweet to have the tap. And yeah. but you know, I don't want to have to break my ankle trying to tap in a beat. Yes. So um, on here is the um, it's the divide, which you can actually you know get shorter amount you know or faster amount of taps in it. Um, yeah. which it has the quarter.
0: Eighth, dotted eighth and the sixteenth. Yeah. And so you can actually get, a you have one, to fiddle around with that pedal a little bit to fig it, to, to uh, or just read the directions that come with the box.
1: Yeah. Just read the directions that just, come with the box. Once you read the directions and, um, you know, I always tell the people when I'm, you know, explaining, I it, was like, it looks scary, but it's really, it's, yeah. it's, it's easy. It's enough that you can manipulate all that stuff really quick before you yeah. start your next
0: song. Um, uh, well, and you mentioned uh, breaking your ankle, and I was like, uh, "I one thing I really loved about these is it's got the this the soft touch." Yeah, this, oh
1: man, that soft oh, touch, the soft touch, <laughs> it's
0: a bit <very> soft, <laughs> um, and.
1: So, um, so, all right, cool. And let's, let me, let's explain that just
0: because like soft touch is weird. It's a bit of a misnomer when you're, if you're trying to explain that to somebody, because that could mean, you know, there are pedals that have, uh, rubber coated ones or, uh, they're, you know, like you could say that like the boss pedal could be a soft touch, Mm -hmm. but it's not the standard, like, here's my aluminum box with the click that's the straight up. Yeah. There's APDP no click.
3: There's no click.
0: Like right. Hard click. Yeah. So if you get on this and you're stepping on it and you're like, where isn't it clicking? Yeah. It looks like a click. It's not a click. It's a soft. So, touch.
1: yeah. So mechanically for the, the people that are listening, I mean, you know it when you play it, you know the yep. difference, but mechanically, um, your normal switch that a lot of the, but you know, boutique users use is, you know, it's, it's a latching switch. Mm-hmm. So, um, having to make that drastic latch or, you know, switch in the signal, it. You know it's just pretty much you know a bunch of poles that switch to the other side well that kind of you know to be able to mechanically do that is kind of stressful mm-hmm. so that's you know so that's why you get the click well with the soft touch is it's a momentary switch so mm-hmm. you get just two points at touch and then they go back to the original spot mm. and so um, user wise it's very it, it has a soft touch to it mm-hmm. I mind think out. we
0: lost your minion, by the way. He's oh, dude, yeah. Out. I, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. His, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is your favorite pedal? Wait, yeah. he hasn't. But, but he oh, can't. Yeah, he loves. He's, he's just about yeah. to right now. Can't
1: you guys tell by the skinny jeans that like the drive should be his like favorite? Yeah, <laughs> I <laughs> I mean, he's got you right. a minidrive
0: sticker on it. Oh yeah. Drive, so yeah. why don't you use this opportunity to tell yes. us you're that you're gonna debut this pedal right now?
1: Yes, I will. Okay, do it. Um, do right. it. I do it. Okay. All right, so, um, <clears throat> all right, so right here I have the eagle feather. Um, this has kind of been my, um, I guess a pedal that I've really been itching to get out. Um, this is a pedal that I've been really itching to get out. And it's, um, you know, like I told you guys, like I, <laughs> like I told you guys, I, uh, <laughs> I kind of had that, uh, you know, I have that background in blues. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and, um, this, <laughs> this, is so I think I'm gonna throw this up on my site too is, um, you know, I have an initial description of my pedals mm-hmm. and like I told you, I like keeping everything simple. So when you go onto my website, the mint drive says low gain overdrive. <laughs> That's yeah. literally what it says. It's right to the point. I'm not trying to spice up everything, Right. you know? Um, but I think, uh, but anyways, I think I'm gonna throw a backstory to each of these pedals and one of
0: the that'd be helpful.
1: Yeah. That'd be a little bit, you know, helpful. Just a little bit. Yeah. And so one of the backstories be, behind the, uh, Eagle feather was, <clears throat> you know, like I told you
0: guys, wait, I'm, did you just now announce the name? You just said what it's called. Yeah. Just yeah. now. Uh, there no, it is. No, What's it called? Yeah,
1: earlier, this pedal is called the Eagle feather. Okay. Um, and I'll boom, boom, the Eagle feather. And I'll kind of, you, you know, give you guys background of how I came up with that. Sure. Um, so anyways, I, um, I bet I know. what. What is it? <laughs> yep. Uh,
0: yep. I'm making a motion that he's going to explain. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and so, all right, so I'll, I'll describe the eagle feather at first. All right, so um, all my petals, uh, they somehow just turned into nature. Like, uh, they have this nature feel to it. Well, you're from Montana. Yeah, exactly. Well, then um, it wasn't until after the, I came out with the heat wave uh, that I was like, um... Well, it was even before the heat wave i had the running wolf which we don't have featured yes. we don't have featured here and we actually have shirts I like know. Are you wearing the running wolf that, shirt
0: yeah we we're wearing the running wolf you shirt you got a lot of traction on on the socials for that for the, for run,
1: the running yeah. wolf yeah yeah, yeah yeah the running wolf it's yeah and um and so the running wolf that's actually the last name of my grandpa oh that's and, cool yeah so that's actually where that comes from um cuz i'm uh, I'm Native American, uh huh. I was born on a reservation, you know, and whatever did the whole you know, native life thing. Uh, and then, um, then I moved to Ohio later, but anyways, I tried to incorporate some of my heritage into some of these pedals. And, um, and initially, uh, the first pedal that I did was the running wolf, you know, which was kind of named after my grandpa. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a fuzz pedal, and I, I just thought it fit a wolf perfect. You know, um, the second is the Eagle feather, which, um, you know, with my tribe, um, the Eagle feather kind of represents, you know, something that's, it's kind of, uh, I mean like, you know, like I graduate when I graduated high school, when I graduated college, I was given, you know, a feather, um, <laughs> and you know, people inside my tribe, they give each other, you know, Eagle feathers and within my tribe and what that kind of represents is it's kind of a ceremonial kind of thing. It's kind of a thing of honor. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. you know, instead of giving somebody a gift, you know, like a lot of, you know, people inside my tribe, they give each other an Eagle feather. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that just kind of represents, you know, it represents, represents strength, you know, honor, you know, it kind of has this, um, honorable kind of thing to it. So, uh, so I was like, you know, this overdrive right here the eagle feather it's a high gain overdrive so i thought oh man that'd be perfect because you know high gain is you know bold i mean Mm -hmm. you guys you guys played it and it really has some strength behind it Mm -hmm. oh yeah and um so that's kind of where i ended up getting the eagle feather you know the name was it's, it's just a high gain overdrive
0: i was way wrong Oh really? <laughs> yeah, cuz I was saying you were talking about Stevie a, a bunch and I know that he he he's worn feathers box. in yeah. his hat yeah, and, he's worn the headdress and, and stuff and, and but you know, he's also had like peacock feathers and stuff so I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know. Anyways, okay. That's yeah. cool. Thank you yeah. so much for sharing that. Oh yeah, that's, that's yeah. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, no. So, um so it kind of incorporated in some of my heritage and initially uh, you know, I was trying to I was trying to figure out um you know, because I have some other pedal names that you know I, I have in the works, and some of those are actually going to be you know towards my heritage. But what tribe is it, by the way? Uh, it's the Blackfeet. So we're located uh, northwest Montana. Interesting. Yeah, and our um, our um, tr- like our reservation line actually mm-hmm. extends into Canada. Wow. Too. So yeah. It's funny
2: because I was doing my research because especially. About the eagle feather because yeah. you didn't have anything on your site about it. And oh yeah, it's, yeah. The Blackfeet stuff came up, yeah. And I was like, oh, I bet this is all tied together.
1: Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, so I. That's yeah, That's, that's, that's and, really cool, man. And what's really cool too is if you actually go to and you uh, research the Blackfeet flag. Yeah. Um, the Blackfeet flag actually has something that's kind of close to this feather. That's and, cool. Um, our tribal colors are actually the blue, the Carolina, and have you
0: connected? Do they are they aware of this yet? What? Like, is that, with that? I, I
1: literally no one has. That's I, like awesome. I, like I told you guys, like, this is the first time I'm kind of really describing it. Uh, I kind of threw some stuff out on Instagram. I threw, you know, pictures of me with the stickers and stuff. Yeah. But um, tomorrow. Oh, I'm going to
0: post a picture I just took. Oh, yeah, dude. Right yeah, after here. It. Yeah, post
1: um, it. And so, like I said, um, the first, you know, set of, I guess, civilians or people um, are actually going to be able to play it tomorrow um, when I do the pre-release. That's awesome. And stuff.
0: Yeah. This is the second big Montana mention we've had. Cause, uh, Hank Donovan, who does the rattlesnake cables, yes. he's out there. Yeah.
1: He's in Missoula. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, we talked over Instagram once oh, cool. I was like, I was like, you know, where are you at in Missoula? Cause I was, I was like, you know, maybe I should hook up with him sometime. Cause you should, where I'm at is uh, great. in Browning, Montana. Mm-hmm. And that's about three and a half hours away from Missoula. That's cool. It's, uh, but we're still in that kind of mountainy area. Yeah. There. So it's, yeah. And, uh, so the yeah so that's kind of where I got the eagle feather well as far as the sound wise yes. um I man I, so like I I'm a, you know I mean people trash on him whatever but I'm a big John Mayer nerd as far as the live sound uh guys banging guitar player. Yeah, exactly. He
3: is who he is because he's talented. Yeah, he has talent. You can't watch his
1: face. You you can't watch his face, you know, whatever whatever else he does, like live, whatever. I don't care. The ladies
0: love the John Merritt. Yeah. Oh man. But,
1: (laughs) um, You know, I'm not, yeah. And, but uh, musician wise, dude's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I always listen and uh, I listen to a bunch of his guitar tone, you know, like, you know, his live sets. Mm-hmm. He, uh, it's, what's the one that something lights? Like, where the light is where the light is yeah where the light is oh Oh, yeah where the light is. awesome awesome show you know john mayer trio (laughs) that dude all that stuff is awesome yeah but the thing was is i even watched the rig rundowns of john mayer and it's like you know i mean he's not his sets or his you know pedal setup's not that complicated i mean you know it's overdrives whatever but the thing that was getting on my nerves was like i was like dude i plug into an overdrive and i can't get it to scream like this you know, I can't get it to like have the high gain tone, mm-hmm. you know, I have to, you know, like I have to, uh, one of the things that I ran into issue was like, I was like, I have no sustain, you know, like a lot of overdrives you go to, you know, do like a band or some kind of high note and it just cuts out on you. It has no support. Mm. So I wanted to do an overdrive that allowed you to get that high gains lead tone. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you can still do those double stops like, you know, that you heard a Hendrix. See, this is honestly like a Hendrix SRV kind of guitar pedal. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, um,
0: that's very interesting. Yeah. So, um, it, well, I say, I said that with some foreshadowing. I wasn't just being a smart, <laughs> smart <laughs> Ooh, That's a jerk. very interesting. No, no, no. Because we yeah. have, uh, in our, in our, uh, would you rather coming up? We, we allude to a few things, so. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, so that's kind of the vibe I was going for, you know, and I wanted, you know, keeping it with the simplicity thing, I wanted something that. I didn't have to run 500 pedals to get that tone. Yeah. You know, like I told you the sustain, um, you know, you guys played this. I don't know if you guys noticed, but after the gain actually stays about the same after one o'clock. Yeah. But you add more sustain past mm. one o'clock.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was, it wasn't a, a typical setting. Like yeah. it, I kept me I was like, wait, what? You're you like, know. it
1: kind of sounds the same, but and I, like, and I
0: chose not to read the instructions because okay. I was like, no, I just wanted. to, see what happens
1: yeah you know? yeah and that's and um that's kind of what happens is after one o'clock you get sustained and i mean <clears throat> that was one of the things that i would listen to mayor play and I'm like you you hear this he bends a note and it's like we it, it just stays there forever yeah and i'm like dude i want that but i don't want to have to click 500 pedals on to do that yeah and so the eagle feather was kind of you know, spawned out of that. And also the Steve Ray stuff, And, uh, so well,
0: you have, uh, I, I yeah. think maybe the most noticeable thing is like typically on an overdrive, you get like a, you get like a tone control. Okay. Yeah. So, and you have a fully exactly. key on that.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, so the overdrive, you got the range, um, you know, past one o'clock you get to sustain, um, which is really cool. But then, you know, as you start lowering it, you start kind of getting to a cleaner sound. Yeah. Um, you start kind of almost getting into the mint drive where the mint drive left off mm-hmm. you know they kind of overlap each other well if
0: you stack them that sounds mighty fine oh
1: dude yeah and that's what's that's really what awesome did. Yesterday. Sound, Yeah. yesterday. yeah
0: he had that Les Paul he's got over in the corner sitting there and plugged that in so it's like oh mama yeah
1: and you can stack them and, and um, I just want to throw this out there there, I, there are two different drives too um, the mint drive kind of has more presence in it if that makes sense mm-hmm. Um the Uh, the Eagle feather over there just kind of, I don't know, it's a little bit more um, thicker woolier kind of Mm -hmm. sounding, if that makes sense. Um,
0: But are there any specific um, electronics that people might be looking for in any of these? Um, You know what I mean? Like a a specific kind of a chip or, or layout or anything like that. Uh, And I don't want to give away uh, your secret sauce. uh, I
1: mean, no, they both use the same chip. Okay. Uh, You know, the, So the mint drive, um, you know, if, you know, some of those gear nerds out there, um, it does have a low, like the clipping stage on the mint drive allows more, um, signal in it before it clips. Mm -hmm. Mm. So, um, so it's going to take a lot more signal before it clips, which is why you get that low to medium gain setting because it's going to take more for it to drive. Uh, the, the Eagle feather over there kind of has, you know, less, um, it's, it's easier to clip. It's easier to distort. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, it's, um, and like I told you, if you're looking for that John Mary, C Ray Vaughn, Hendrix tone, uh, definitely shoot for that Eagle feather. But it, you know, like you mentioned, um, it has that EQ. Um, it's a three band EQ, uh, active three band EQ, which is awesome. Um, because w- one of the things that I ran into a bunch of overdrives is they have the tone setting Yeah, and it's just a tone. Yeah. And it's like, dude, uh, like I, I you know, you you go from one amp to another amp.
3: Especially if you use the old vintage amps, like yeah. that basement I have. It has a bass and a
1: treble. That's yeah. it. Yeah.
3: There's not even a middle. Yeah, bass There's and tre- not a master volume. Exactly. I mean, it's pretty bare. So the eagle feather is going to be exactly.
1: And uh, and like I'm trying to save customers money. Yeah. <laughs> here, you know yeah. by well, by and allowing them to get a wide range because you know by time you by time you pass through you know you, I mean you play a live gig you have you know you have your amp stone but then when you run through a microphone that could also change the setting. So, and And usually... Who knows
0: what the sound guy's doing.
1: Exactly. And usually what happens is you kind of lose your uh, mids. To me, when I play live, a lot of times when somebody mics my stuff, I lose the mids.
0: Well, so that's a really interesting point because I think, you know, this, we were kind of noodling on this before, but um, when you guys are talking about playing at home, anytime you're playing at home, you, you... You typically are playing by yourself, which means you aren't playing with the bass player. You don't have a drummer and you probably don't have your second guitar player. (laughs) So you you typically create a, a fuller range of tone at home. Yeah. But when you're playing live, you you like being able to find your place in between the drummer, the bass player, the second guitarist and the vocalist, that's usually your mid range, yeah. which people don't typically go home and say, cool, I'm just going to listen to mid range all day. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. I mean, unless you got a Vox and then yeah. you, that's all you have, <laughs> but, um, which I had, like, I'm not knocking my level. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah I understand. but you were kind of talking about that a little bit. I, th- I, I think a little bit earlier, we're just trying to get that range.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think that's always the, uh, goal is like, you know, you can sit home and fiddle with stuff all day and then you go walk into the room with another guitar player, a bass player, a drummer, and then you're like, oh, no, of this is working now. Yeah. So yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I always try to get my settings where I like them and then, but it it, it almost always ends up being like, well, i probably got to take some of the bass out of this now. And then, you know, between amps and pedals, there's so much that can Happen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and, and they're
2: switching guitars a lot, like I switch guitars a lot, so it's like you know, again, you're changing everything. Yeah.
1: yeah. And so you so my goal was to uh be able to allow I mean, just allow the customer to save money. Um, you know, whether it's switching a new guitar, switching into a different amp, I wanted and the mid controls are one of the one of the highest influences mm-hmm. on your as, as far as your tone. Um, and so that's really kind of where I I really want to, you know, a lot of overdrives have that trouble in bass, but I want to throw the mids because I just think the yeah. mids are really um, it's so, important. Yeah. And so you can get, I mean, you can get a really wide flavor of overdrives from the Eagle Feather.
0: Awesome. With that. Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to mention real quick um, yes. about the Heat Wave is you have your swell on that. Okay. You know, yeah. Do, just um, touch on that quick. Cause okay. then we're going to have to get to some other stuff. Okay. Here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So the, so what I told you about the, um, heat wave, it has the tap tremble. Yeah. Whoa. okay. You know, there's a bunch of tap tremolos in the market. Okay. So I wanted to kind of throw something in, in there. And what I have is the ramp setting. Yep. And the ramp settings is actually um, I have you know I have a Leslie at my house that I you know run my guitar into every now and then oh, when cool. I'm feeling you know adventurous. But the um, the Leslie you know alternates between a slow speed and a fast speed. Um, and I was like, dude, how sweet would that be to be able to do that with the rate of a tremolo? So um, so I threw that in there. And so the the when you go from tap to ramp on with the switch. The, the tap button that you usually you know I'm tapping the beat to actually becomes your controller for the Leslie. Or, yeah. You know, like the speed. So it alternates between two sounds, and um, with that is the acceleration, and that controls how fast it goes from slow to fast. Right. Um, and, then, um, and then I have the, you can actually control the boundaries of those two, the slow and the fast speed, which is really awesome, because you can kind of tell the tremolo, hey, I want it to start from here and go to here. Yeah. Um, and then how fast you want that to happen.
0: So uh, I, that's, a, so that's that in there. a lot. And, in a, and this, by the way, yeah. if, if listeners aren't familiar, haven't seen these boxes, these are standard side box size boxes. Yeah. So that's a lot. packed into a single box.
1: 125 B, which yep. is like your classic boutique. Yep. Um, and I'll throw this out there too. Um, a lot of people like uh, they don't realize this till I show them, but the uh, ramp setting has, um, you can actually choose if you want it to ramp, whether you're holding it down or just clicking it it has a momentary or a latch yeah. so you can actually tap it and it will go to this fast speed and stay there and then or either you can hold it down but if you actually do the latch you can actually set your slow speed and your fast speed so you can actually have two tremolos
0: in one jeez which is really cool did and you, did you did either of you guys <laughs> get into that territory yeah
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you turned I, I I I messed with it and then yeah. I had my helper guy your I minion? said, you have an I had, Yeah, have I an do. Am I the only guy here that doesn't no, have, I don't have one. And I you're said, hey,
1: a disciple, a I said, hey a man, Madawan? for yeah.
3: the last hour, I'm going to pay you to play these through these pedals. Yeah. Because I want to listen to
1: them. While you work
0: Oh, on your see, tape? you're yeah. getting <laughs> a fun deal. He, his minion's getting paid. Hey,
1: I bought this guy Penn Station.
0: <laughs> hey, there you go. Now I'm playing. <laughs> no, I'll play. we got a know, my minion, a minion.
3: does terrible work, though. So he needs paid.
0: Cool. Well, um, so... Uh, the last thing I'll mention about the pedals, and then we'll get we'll get cracking on on uh, wrapping this up. Yeah. Um. But th- these are really like you pull that out of the box, you're like, okay, someone definitely knows what they're doing. Yeah. The pedals are really well made. They are super solid. Um. They're very well thought out. You got um top top mount jacks. Yes. Which are cool. I like those. Yeah. Um. Super it, slick. It, it, yeah. It's just it. It's kind of weird because it looks and feels like it's coming from a big company. It's got the right
3: amount of everything,
0: and it's 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 all combobulated. Like Mikey's with, late night slice pizza, which we're gonna have right after this.
3: Why do you have to divert my thoughts to food, man? It's my weakness. Because you're
1: the elephant in the room.
3: <laughs> I, I like the 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 mint. I love the the design. It's yeah. not it's not it's not yelling at you, but it's there subtly. Yeah. And everything is
0: designed. There's kind of a, almost like a boss kind of thing going on with it, which is like, you can just kick, take a quick glance. You don't have to read the pedal and go bang. I know what that is. Yeah.
1: I was, I was talking about this earlier. Perfect design. And I was like, you know, I lucked out with, um, as far as how my pedals look because they all kind of, I mean, the color represents the pedal, you Mm -hmm. know? And I, I chose a theme to where, I don't have to come up with a crazy, crazy design for each pedal. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, you look at the, I mean, I don't even, you don't even have to read the name. You just see the color and you already know, Hey, that's an emblem.
3: Yeah. yeah, Yeah. Yeah, And
1: and even the emblem's strong enough to show itself, um, which is, you know, like I told you simple, that's really what I was was shooting for. Um,
0: uh, Keith and Jared, did you guys have, uh, any other, any other things that were on top of your mind before we head into, uh, our final segment?
2: Well, I just wanted to say, kind of to that point, one of the things that really struck me about the pedals is, is visually, aesthetically, how they look. Like, I love the design. Um, you know, I, I think you did a good job explaining the story of kind of your heritage, kind of playing a part, and they're all sort of tied to nature and the yeah. na- the naming. And I, I love like how it all kind of comes together because then you think about them all on a chain on your pedal board. Yeah.
0: Well, and like we're nice we're both family. coming from a creative background too, yeah. so it's like. Yeah. Th- that oh, makes yeah. sense to us. Like we we see this language, we yeah. we can totally understand yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought I thought that
3: you um, incorporated your heritage I, as well. I I just yeah. I love that. That opened my eyes a little more.
1: Yeah, you know. It's just you know, so. you know I'm just trying to you know it's just I'm I'm really trying to personalize these. You know, yeah. like I told yeah. you, because uh, there's so many pedals out there, uh, and you know I had one pedal builder. That asked me, you know, because he was like just starting up and stuff and he was like, dude, I love your products, man. You know, what's your, you know, w- w- you know, what's, you know, some things that I can learn. I was like, dude, just don't try being your, like somebody else, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. just, it just be you because there's enough of somebody else. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and that's kind of where we're getting at with these pedals is somebody's, you know, there's a trend. And so everyone sets to that trend. Yeah. Um, but just, I guess is being your own, I guess, builder.
0: Solid. Yeah. Solid advice. Thank you for that. Okay, we're going to jump into our last segment, and then we're going to be on our way. Um, And this is our uh, Would You Rather portion of the show. And we talked about it a little bit earlier. I'm going to make a little bit of a switch based on what we heard today. Yeah. Um, So... Okay. Your
3: fairy godmother comes around. (laughs) And wakes you up from a dead sleep. (laughs) Okay. I don't know where this came from, but go for it. And uh, she wakes you up. She says, Todd, or whoever, would you rather... Now, you can only have one or the other. Would you rather have Stevie Ray Vaughan's guitar, the personalized guitar with the SRV on it, his guitar, the original, or would you rather have... Jimi Hendrix's guitar, the white Stratocaster he used at Woodstock. All right.
0: Oh, see, that's why I changed it because because it, you were talking about both of them there. Mike. All right, so
1: that's how that actually fits me perfectly. Okay, so wait, I, hold on. We're yes. gonna
0: give your voice a break for one second. Okay, Keith. Yes, you're first up. Oh, on the hot seat. Wow.
2: Is the fact that Jimmy Hendrix's guitar is left-handed coming into play here? Like, can the Fairy Godmother Restring switch it, it around? <laughs> Although yeah that's right he just flipped him upside Wait, down yeah. yeah I mean those two guys were very instrumental in my beginnings as a guitar player um, so but I, I I'd have to go Hendrix there's no doubt all right Jared
3: that is a very difficult question um, oh man I. I just have to go, Hendrix. <laughs>
0: this is exactly what it's like ordering pizza too. It <laughs> wow, <laughs> I'm just, I'm it's hard. Just, it's. I just I gotta have uh, the cheeseburger pizza. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I love that pizza. I know. Right? Go ahead. Gotta have the Hendrix. It, it,
3: it's a Hendrix because he. Uh, they're both innovators. Okay. Yeah. But I think. He was, he went a little more outside, and this is just simple opinion, so please don't attack me. Okay, <laughs> in my opinion, because he was his era was an earlier time, 10 years before him, uh, Stevie Ray, he was a little more outside of the box, in my opinion. Jimmy, Jimmy was, yeah, yeah. all right. And
1: so, gosh, it, I gotta go, Jimmy. I'm okay. gonna go, Jim, all right, yeah, I'm Jimmy sorry. choice, Mike. Dude, I'm gonna have to go with Jimmy, and okay. especially because I have an Olympic white strat too. There it is. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so like, I mean, it's kind of like my strat, but I definitely have to do the Jimmy. Okay. I, guess, I mean, that's like the roots of Steve Ray Bond too.
2: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Without without Jimmy, there would be no SRV. So.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, probably. yeah, probably, or, or at least not as we know it. It might have been different somehow. Maybe wouldn't have died in a helicopter crash either. Jesus. <sighs> Uh, okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna lighten it up and just say I'm going Stevie Ray because <laughs> you. I can't stand Stratocasters, so I want the one that what? looks cooler. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> I seen uh, him
0: like, uh, <sighs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so when we were talking Fender, he was just like, oh,
0: yeah. No, I I <laughs> no, love no, no, Tellys. I love Tellys. Yeah. Yeah. I love Tellys. But I, I like Stratocasters are like kryptonite for me. I, I am gonna
3: build it. a Stratocaster someday. And then have you play it blindfolded and not let you know what it is? I'll, I'll, I'll and you're
1: gonna I'll like, like not, the no, darn the thing, I swear. Okay, one no, of these I days, I don't think you're playing the right strat. I I've think tried so many. Think that's I your
0: problem. I put it on, I'm like, get it off me. But if I'm gonna have it, I I, I want it to be like, oh, visual, like that's the one. Yeah, I can see yeah. that.
3: I want to make a note too. All right, Stevie Ray's guitar. Yeah, was older, is older. Jimmy Hendrix guitar, the yeah. white guitar he played at Woodstock.
0: Yeah, but it's got a big SRV on it.
3: Sure that too, but that guitar is older though. I just wanted to point that out, oh, even though oh. Jimmy oh, Hendrix just for,
0: just for the folks that yeah, sure. listening in their armchairs at home.
1: <laughs>
3: That's
0: right. I like that. well
1: Yeah. Well, I read the whole thing with his string gauge and stuff, playing like 12s and all mm-hmm. that. Yeah, stuff <laughs> split them
2: right. he, yeah. he used heavier strings. Kind of like a hybrid
1: Yeah, Yeah, it's It's like the power seat. Scott over here is going to be like bleeding with his fingers.
0: (laughs) His fingers are going to be bleeding. Uh, Well, (laughs) if I never have to pick up another Strat, I won't be sorry. But, hey, that doesn't mean everybody loves Strats. I'm happy that you love them because there's passion behind that. And I'm I'm for anything that people are passionate about. And and we're all passionate about going to the bathroom right now. Not all together or anything because that would be weird. But we all have to leave the room because we've been in here for a long time. Yeah. I want to thank you, yes, Mike, thank for coming you. down. Oh yeah, and um, and also your minion Luke. That's my yeah. And for Keith showing up, this is his first podcast Thanks with us. Thanks for having me. It's a blast. I hope to have him on many more. And for Jared, muchas gracias. And
3: my pleasure being on
0: here yeah, as always. We're gonna get some pizza, yes. and the rest of you can subscribe. Yeah. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit us at our website at theguitarknobs.com for episodes, news, and guest profiles. You can get all social with us on our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar knobs. Give us a tweet at guitar underscore knobs. And check out our gallery on Instagram at guitar knobs.